How you doing and welcome to my new podcast where I talk to comedians about their worst ever gigs and have a laugh about it. And this one, the first one, I talked to one of my favourite comedians and people, it's David Correos. He's all over TV on shows like Seven Days, he's the time travelling guy on the Vodafone ad and Taskmaster New Zealand. Dave is, according to his webpage, a powerhouse of New Zealand comedy. I've gigged with him loads and it's always fun. And as this is the first one, let's jump right in. Uh, Let's not piss about. This was recorded in a car park in Paihia for some reason. I can't remember why. Uh, And this was the morning after the gig the night before. That's how time works. Enjoy. Tell us about your worst ever gig. Worst ever gig? Worst ever gig. I I I got several. What kind of what kind of flavour of oh, worst gig do you want? I like a I like a buffet. A buffet, okay. Uh, one that I had was Love Grove. Organised <laughs> a gig in Whangarei at the Butter Factory. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was I was still I was about two years into New Zealand at the time, and then um, so I didn't have that much material, and my my shtick was still get naked by the end of the show. Yeah. And that's the big laugh. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, right? But it's good shtick. And it was and it was like. I think the audience was mainly like 50-year-old volunteer firefighters. So I get up on stage, I tell my first joke, it bombs, and I go, oh no. And I'm, in my head I go through all of my best material, which was like not really much. And then what happened was, after about two minutes, I'm already completely naked on the stage. <laughs> you just went to the punchline yeah, straight I went, away. I went yeah, straight yeah, to the punchline. Yeah, yeah. And after those two minutes, I got like a I got like a surprise reaction. I don't remember really laughs happening, but there was a surprise reaction. And then all I remember thinking was, I got us to do a 20 minute set. I got 18 minutes more of this shit to go. <laughs> and it was just silence. It was just silence for the whole, the whole set. And I did, and the worst part was, because I got naked, and I reached that point. I had to go back to my observational stuff. So well, now I'm naked. Just, yeah, while well, I'm naked, I'm just a fat Filipino dude who's naked, telling weird stories about a circumcision while people are looking at it. <laughs> and then um, at the very end of the gig, uh, people, this uh, this couple went up to all of the audience members. I oh, know this couple went up to all of the, the comics, and they went up to each one of them. They're like, "Oh, you were so fantastic. Oh, that was so fun. Thank you so much for coming to Kafangare." And she looks at me. And all of the joy disappears from her face, and she just goes, "You're so brave. <laughs> you're so brave with what you do." It's like you're dealing with a fucking illness. Yeah, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, was it really that bad? Oh, Jesus Christ! And I guess yeah, that's fucking one of the worst ones I've done. That's a shocker. Yeah. What about you? Oh, my, all right. I'll tell you this one. We, me and me and Alan were booked. This is kind of similar to yours, uh, except I didn't get naked. I, I, when I panic, when I go into panic mode, I go straight into my early material. I yeah. don't know how, I just go straight there. I, I couldn't tell you my early material now, but if, if I'm standing in front of a lot of people who aren't laughing, it just, I go straight to it. <laughs> and me, because me and Alan were doing, we did Edinburgh when we seen you, and we did the Christmas song, the mm-hmm. Die Hard song, and on the back of that, we were booked in to close a few shows in Dublin. Mm-hmm. So we were doing a couple of comedy clubs and that. And then someone got in touch with me that owns a big hotel or runs the entertainment in a hotel where a lot of big names used to do, like fucking what's it, Mrs. Brown and all of that, oh, wow. uh, when he was Brendan O'Carroll doing. So we were booked in to do that, but open for an 80-year-old crooner from South Africa. So me and Alan, so they wanted us to do like an hour. So me and Alan did, let's, let's do our stand-up and a bit of the show. Mm. So we'll do some of the songs. So we went in to do the gig. 
and we didn't realise the whole crowd are really old, like really old. And there was there was people. Nobody was there to see us, right? Mm. And I got a list of the I got a list of the people that were there so I could prepare jokes. So there was teachers, a group of teachers there, right? So I got I got Kama Sutra colouring in. So my idea was if they start talking, I'd walk over and give them colouring in, and say now be quiet and colour in this, right? So and it was just people having sex. So we <laughs> we walk in, right? And Alan is there before me, and he's terrified. And I walk in, and he says, "Have you seen the crowd?" And they were really old. Like they were, we they didn't want us, right? It was so old. They they were there for the crooner, nothing else, right? So we're like, "Look, we'll just get through this. We've done Edinburgh. We're, we're fresh. We just jump out and we do it." I'll we'll start off running around giving gifts to people, and uh, and then we'll I'll introduce the show, and then bring you on for comedy. Then I'll come on do comedy, and we'll sing a few more songs, and we finish. Uh, on uh, a song and then we go home uh, and, but we started on Die Hard because that was that was, that always got people at the comedy club so we jumped out and we started hey everybody how's it going and they were looking at us terrified so Die Hard in the song we, we sing about not everybody believes in, in, in Jesus and Christmas and stuff so John McClane should be the new festive hero and when we reach that point in the, sh in the song we rip off our clothes and we have a bloodied vest and we start going, yippee kaye motherfucker, now I've a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. But all the old people, they didn't know Die Hard, so they didn't know the reference. So they just saw these two lads stripping in a vest covered in blood, just going, motherfucker, 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 right? So they just didn't like us at all, right? And I could feel the sweat building up. I'm like, oh man, this is torture, right? And I thought, I can get them with stand-up, right? I, I, can, I, can, I can get them with that. So we rushed through, we skipped the song like while doing it, we said, skip it. And the green room, by the way, was right behind the stage. Literally a door opens onto the stage, right? Yeah. So I did a little bit of crowd work, a bit of banter. Then uh, I said, right, we'll do another song, uh, an environmental song, which we did at a Father Ted uh, event, right? Another song that goes well, uh, and it's environmental, and it's just me shouting weird stuff while Alan is being the straight man. Yeah. So I was like, this is our environmental song, our mental song. And he's like, yeah, it's like, we need to stop driving cars. And I'm like, kill the fucking cows, right? So I'm, sh I'm shouting all these different things, right? That's a contrast to him being, you know, we, we need to stop burning, I'm like, stop burning fridges and stuff. All this dumb shit, right? So we start doing that while we're covered in blood still. And I think now is the time. I run down. I do a Bono bit where I get on my knees and goes, "We came from the we came from the monkeys in the trees, and then we turned into people or whatever." It's just this weird fucking Bono thing with glasses. <laughs> and I ran down to the team, the table of teachers, and I start doing that. And I'll never forget this. The woman just looked at me and goes, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at me and goes, "What? What is wrong with you?" I'm like. Oh my God, they hate us. They fucking hate us. So I jumped up, did some crowd work, kind of got them on board to what we were doing. I said, I'm going to introduce my friend. He's from Cork. So I, I reeled it in a bit because it was too mental at the start. Alan has really nice material, really, really nice, pleasant, affable material. I brought him out. I went backstage and I sat there. I started having a fucking panic attack. I was like, I can't do this. This is, this is not. And the old crooner came in and he was angry at what we did. He was angry that we broke his room. Uh, he, yeah, so he was sitting in the same room. He didn't want us in his green room either. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it was just weird. And uh, I'm just sitting there like fucking hunched over, tail between my legs. And then Alan was supposed to do, say, 20 minutes. I'd say seven minutes, the door to the stage just opens. 
And Alan goes, they hate me. <laughs> and I can see the crowd. I can see them through the door. He's like, what? Was, yeah, they hate me. I, they, they're not laughing at me. <laughs> so you, you go through. He's like, you better go out. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So I jumped out and I start doing some stuff and I start doing material. And then I got to the end. Is it uh, working? I was kind of getting them. I'm kind of winning them over because it's about kids and stuff. And I'm like, you got kids. Yeah, yeah, you got kids. Uh, the camera suit routine didn't go down well at all, by the way. <laughs> at one point I ran over, here's your colouring in, and they were like, this is offensive. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck off, right? <laughs> fuck off, what are you doing here, right? So I started doing material, everything was going better. And then, uh, so I was like, right, we're going to wrap up with a couple of songs. We have a song about Brexit and a song about, uh, about Hakuna uh, Matata, right? <laughs> so it's Fumar Mata, it's about people buying cigarettes in, in Portugal and Spain. <laughs> because it was cheaper. So it's all about, it's, it's like, Fuma Mata, what? It means non-smoking in Portuguese. Right? <laughs> it's a fucking, but the, thing, but the thing is, we dress up in onesies while doing it, like I'm a giraffe and he's a, what, a zebra. And it's kind of fun. Not even the right animals. I know, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Not even the right you animals. You can't get a fucking warthog onesie, you know, in, in the shop, going to the warehouse. So we're up and singing the song, Fuma Mata, they have no idea what's going on. But, but before, I brought, before we got into that, I finished my bit and I said, right, what we're going to do now is bring Alan back on and we're going to say another couple of songs. Who wants to see Alan? And they all went, no. <laughs> all right, man, this, 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 oh God, okay. So then, uh, so he came out and we sang the songs and then we, we didn't even look at the crowd. The guy who was on next hated us. His kids hated us. The crowd hated us. And, and my picture was all over the fucking hotel. I, I was trying to rip down the posters on the way out. I was like, I didn't want my name associated with this. And then we were supposed to do two nights. And I literally didn't get out of bed the whole next day. The fucking anxiety was too much. And I lay in bed. And my dad, who, who knew we were doing the show, he was excited. And he was like, yeah, it was the show. I was like, I don't want to talk about it. And then, uh, and then my mother was like, oh, really bad. And Alan had got a furniture from Ikea, a sofa, and he spent the whole day just turning screws because of his anxiety. He couldn't handle it either. Oh, we yeah. didn't speak for the whole day because we didn't want to do the gig. We were dreading it. Yeah. And then eventually I get a text from the guy who booked us and said, we got a lot of complaints about you last night. So many complaints. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna cancel your gig tonight, and we're gonna get someone else. to got some uh, drag artist in, and we were delighted. We were <laughs> fucking delighted. I call up Alan. I call up Alan. He's like, how are you? He goes, not good. And I goes, uh, what are you up to? I'm just putting the sofa together from IKEA. Like, yeah, for the whole day, <laughs> you're sitting there doing the sofa. And uh, I was like, you ready for tonight? No, I don't want to do it. <laughs> don't want to do it. Because sometimes, you know yourself in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes I came down to the kitchen and he was sitting there drinking whiskey, saying, can't do this anymore. Can't do this. Can't do this. I'm like, come on, man. We, there's two of us together. And times he's walked in and I'm drinking cider in my underpants. And I'm like, fuck the festival. I'm not doing it anymore. I can't handle this, right? So that's what it was. So I wound him up. I said, uh, I said, look, man, we, we need to do this. We need this money. Uh, uh, he's like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Start freaking out. And then I said, ah, what are you messing? We got sacked. <laughs> we got sacked. <laughs> we got sacked. And, <laughs> and, then, and then that night, that night, because my dad thought I was still doing the show, uh, and he was driving a taxi, and he calls me up, and he said, I have a lot of lads in the car, and they're singing your songs. They were singing one of our songs, right? And, uh, and they were singing a song. I was like, what? They were singing a fucking song, the Christmas song. Uh, and they're, like, they're really looking forward to seeing you tonight. I'm like, 
Dad, we got sacked. We were shit. They hated us. And he went, what? And he told the lads in the car, and they were, oh, so the crowd that were coming to see us were coming on the second night. So they would have all came to see the, the other act and just would have been like, same diehard. I think we just missed out on that one. No. That's, that's, one of the, that's one of the worst. One of the worst. That sounds painful. Yeah. <laughs> it painful. But it's when you look in someone's eyes and they're literally questioning why, what you do and your life. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And then you believe it. You're yeah. Like, yeah, what is wrong with me? Why am I here? Where did I go wrong in life? Like, I walked in there going, my name is on the poster. Yeah, this is the Red Cow Hotel. This is, this is where the biggest names in Ireland started. This is it. My name on the poster. And I left there going, take my poster down. Take my poster down. Take my poster down. <laughs> I, never, I never want to be seen again. I was already looking at flights back to New Zealand. Jesus. But then we did we did other really good gigs after that. Mm. But, so I'm happy because because we started to doubt everything. Uh, in oh, comedy. dude, my first my first gig in the UK made me doubt everything. <laughs> I didn't realize that like I didn't realize that Glasgow was the toughest like one of the toughest cities to do in the world. Yeah, like they're funnier than you. Yeah, and so <laughs> I get on there right, and I get on stage, and I'm doing like all the stuff. First of all, there was no tech anywhere, yeah. so I had to do all my own sound. So I was doing it from a tiny speaker. And then I didn't realize that in the UK, if you don't win them over in the first 30 seconds, they'll eat you alive. Yeah. And on my way up to the front, I tripped over. <laughs> I got to the stage. And instead of, and instead of being like, <coughs> instead of being like making a joke out of it, I genuinely apologized to everyone. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, sorry about that. Oh, that's it, you're so, gone. Yeah, and oh my God, they were not forgiving it. Yeah. None of my gags landed. They were just like, what are we watching? You probably had a nickname at that point as well, Oh, Trip, Trippy. Yeah. Oh, dude, but they hated, they hated my material. Like halfway through, people, people were like, get the next guy on the stage. Oh, like they were that kind of crowd. Whoa. Like, get him on, get him off. And I was like, I've never dealt with this because Kiwis are not like that at yeah. all. Kiwis will hate you silently. They would listen to this shit. <laughs> like last night, they yeah. would sit there and listen and go, okay, that was done. Next. Yeah, that's, that's good. Okay, yeah. let's move on. These guys, they fucking just, they just kept heckling me. It's like they have a schedule. They have somewhere to be. Oh, they was, and they're the worst fucks as well. They were, <laughs> oh, they were the dregs of society. <laughs> them so much. My, my music didn't work on oh, stage. Oh, God. And then I was doing my big stunt where I eat all the things yeah. in one go, right? And it's like, and it, like, if it was like from 10 to 1, anyone can count that. But it's like, I'm like... We have to go from 60. Yeah. <laughs> These yeah. people were not willing to count to 60 for me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus. And then at near the end, they all stayed, they all were like, while they were counting, they were watching me doubt because I ate what? I ate a tablespoon of cinnamon, I ate a whole egg raw, I shot a snort of condom up my nose, and I drank a liter of milk in one go. And they all just started clicking into place. Like, oh, he's actually fucking doing it. <laughs> and he's doing it well. Did he appreciate yeah, that? Yeah, they appreciated yeah, well, that. Yeah. And so by, by, from the start of the 60, I was getting booze, but then by the end, they all started clapping. I got an applause. Off oh, yeah. But I fucking cried. <laughs> I cried on the way home. Oh, man. I cried on that walk home because I never had so many people gang up on me in one go. I'm like, fuck, I've never dealt with this in New Zealand. Your, your act is so polarizing because I still, I, we talk about this a lot. That gig you did in, in Adelaide, where you, at the same gig, you got a one star and a five star at the yeah. same show. And I was sitting there. And I know exactly who gave you the one star, the, ba the baldy fella who you, you left a face print on his head. Oh, like the shrouded in was on his head from the face paint. And then the other people that were over there who were loving it. You, the thing is, you don't like people don't when they watch me, they're like, okay, well, this is polished. But to get to the polished part of 
in the chaos. I've had to have so many breakdowns on stage because <laughs> I'm just like, why am I doing? Yeah. I remember at the Adelaide gig, halfway through, I was like, I've got nothing. No one's laughing. This is this is terrible. Oh god! So I stood on a chair. My leg went right through the chair. That's not the gig I was at, was it? No, no, no. no. Oh, this oh, was oh, like oh. the third one over when there was only like when it was an eighty-seater room yeah. with like eight people, and oh, two of them liked me. And I was like, "What am I doing here? I'm so sorry." <laughs> I've apologized way too many times on stage. I'm sorry. Sorry you paid the seat. You apologized last night as well. <laughs> <laughs> The best was, I told you this as well, I booked you for a gig and uh, in in West Auckland and the gig was fine, you went on and you fucking smashed it. You were on before the headline act and the headline act couldn't follow you, I won't say who they were. And uh, and you absolutely smashed that and it was great and I fucking loved it. Then I got a complaint the next day, I'm sick of complaints, right? <laughs> fucking sick of complaints. But this one was a, was a, was a prick, right? And it said, I got paint on my Gucci sweat top my, yeah. my jumper I got yeah. I got paint on my Gucci thing because uh, that guy wearing paint no one told me that there was going to be who wears Gucci in fucking West yeah. Auckland for a start right <laughs> who's going out in West Auckland I'm right? glad we're laughing about yeah. this now by the way oh fuck it oh man I didn't care I, I didn't care because I I love you and what you do I fucking hate the audience sometimes when they're, when they're like that when they're like when I got complaints about you taking your willio at, at a quiz I'm like it's funny are they laughing yeah except that person having their steak <laughs> Don't eat, eat, eat steak somewhere else, you know what I mean? Just sitting there eating steak and there's your willy flopping about. It's alright, it makes you think of sausages. But then, the fucking small ones. And then... The, the they're flavourful though. They're flavourful. Oh, a lot of umami. That's, that's a flavour, yeah, yeah. How's that, how's that it cheese on the inside? It's, really it's like burrata. Yeah. It just fucking seeps through. But the guy complained that he, he, got, he got paint on him. And he said, I, there was nowhere it said there was going to be paint in the show. And this is where I feel like I should be a lawyer or a solicitor. I just emailed back with a picture of the poster and the picture I used the year was covered in paint. I went, there's your evidence. <laughs> He's covered in paint in the photograph when you bought tickets. And I was like, fair point. <laughs> dude, dude, you have to fix the way you email people because I was shit. You just have, a, you have an angry tone about yeah. you on messaging, but it's really, it's just your intensity it's how put into the messenger. It's how because I, I hate texting. I was like, where are you? Shop. But I'm really going, where are you? Shop. I never hear that. Yeah. All I hear is like, you're fucked up. And I, <laughs> that sent me into a fucking spiral that day. Oh, I was so worried. I was, like, I, was looking at my, well. I was looking at my account. I was like, I got $30. I got $30, Helen. I'm really struggling right now. God, where am I going oh, to get my money we had from? To, we had to fucking clean that shit. No, we didn't. Fuck him. You know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't want a new jersey. He wanted a dry cleaned. I was like, well, just fucking see. Oh, I didn't even care. No, but... I, I'm, I'm having fun with you as well by going, oh my god, you got a complaint last night, you got paint. Like, it's the worst thing! Yeah, I'm saying that because I'm laughing. I'm saying that because I want you to freak out because I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Same what I did with Alan, like I did with Alan with the, that show. I was like, you ready for the show? I knew we weren't doing the show. But I just, I just wanted to make him sweat a bit. I'm glad I know that now because contextually, now I'm like, okay. He's fucking with you. He's definitely yeah, fucking with you. I don't care. I don't care about it. And then the jump. one time when you're not fucking with like, no, David, you've you gone to court. <laughs> you got your willy out. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just funny that because uh, people went to the quiz to see you do that. That's, that, was, yeah. that was a quiz for them. Yeah. So to the extent where if I was covering your quiz or Darren was covering your quiz, they were like, 
Why has he still got his clothes on? Like they, <laughs> they thought it was some sort of stripper's well, quiz. Well, the thing about I, when, I, when you first gave me that quiz, I didn't know what a quiz was. Yeah, so I was, and, but you were like, just do whatever you want. Do what you do, do and what? the thing is, I had no parameters for what do you want. You want. I was doing, I was doing full bits. I was doing five minutes of material. <laughs> I was like, pulling out my laptop, being like, I've been working on this song, and I just play it for them. And it get like, it would get like a tepid round of applause yeah. when I play it. But but now looking back as like doing quizzes, I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? You should have just been giving them the fucking quiz. Yeah, but I do the same as well. I I try I practice with them without them knowing. Oh. I throw some shit in and I go right, that's material. It's just fucking. It's just I I don't know what a quiz is either. <laughs> <laughs> and I I run them. I don't know what it is. It's I fucking I hate quizzes. Which is why mine is there to wind up people. Yeah, mine is there to proper proper quiz goers. Hate it. Oh, I know. Oh, I love it. I God. love seeing their face. I love seeing their face when they come to quiz and they say, excuse me, can you turn the music down? I'm like, no. <laughs> and they're like, you can't, oh, what was one, the other one? Yeah, it was, uh, oh shit, what, oh yeah, it was, in the, it was in the cab. And she came up and uh, she said, uh, turn the music down. Yeah, this one, so she made a complaint. She comes up to me and she goes, uh, can you turn the music down or turn the speaker down, the bass is too high. And I said, all you need to do is this. And I covered my ears, <laughs> la, 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 right? And she looked at me. And she walked away uh, angry, and I went, oh, fuck, right, she's going to complain. This is only recently. This is only a few weeks ago. Uh, and I didn't turn the music down. I turned it up, and <laughs> she went to the manager and complained, and the manager said, well, that's what the quiz is. It's not a real quiz. It's a comedy quiz. People are laughing. People are having fun. You know, is anything we can do for you? They ended up getting a jug of free booze just to keep them happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they fucking hated the quiz. Oh, and because God. they hated the quiz, I went more at them. I wound them up more and more throughout the quiz. Yeah, yeah. Like I've done it when I started the quiz, there was a table, they expected a serious quiz, yeah. and they came over and said, it's too dark, put the lights up. So yeah. I called the managers over to the table and said, is there any chance we can get two floodlights on this table just for this lady, because it's too dark, right? <laughs> and she's like, what? And even at the quiz a few weeks ago, when the lady was like, you can't do that. I said, I was joking. She goes, yeah, but I'm a customer. You can't talk to your customers like that. I said, you're not my customer. They're my customers. They're all having a laugh. You're just in the bar and not happy. You know, that's not my fucking, that's not my deal, you know? That's, that's what it is. I've changed, I've calm, I've, I'm a lot calmer and nicer with ourselves yeah. now, but when I started, it was like, it was go fuck yourself, was, was the answer every single time. Because that's what just, you just go into like, you just go into heckle mode. Yeah. And, oh yeah, my yeah, yeah. God, oh my God. See, your, your problems were fun. It sounds like a fun problem to have. Yes, Mine were all tech issues. There was one point where the projector wasn't working. I unplugged my iPad. I ran through every single team and I showed yeah. them all the picture yeah. that you had on your fucking on your quiz. fucking quiz. And normal quiz goers were like, "What the fuck is this fucking yeah. quiz?" Doesn't oh make sense. God, I had an old high school mate turn up to one of my quizzes, and I was just like, "He thinks I'm struggling <laughs> in life." <laughs> I just wanted to tell him. This isn't this isn't this, me normally. This is this is just a Tuesday. This is how I pay my rent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying when I when I people turn up that I used to work with in like sales and I go, this is what you're doing. How old are you? Yeah. Like that's they have that look. They don't yeah. say that, but they're looking at me going, you you should be settled. You you should be you should be you shouldn't be doing this. And I'm like, yeah, here we go, yeah, all embarrassed. <laughs> but it's it's my business. Like it, it makes it makes me money. But I fuck it. I, Quizzes have a bad reputation. Mm. Quizzes have a shocking, <laughs> which is why I take the piss out of quizzes and I just, I just act the bollocks and mess. Mm. But uh, yeah, you get some, you, you have some dodgy. Like, here's a bad gig, right? I did a mixture as far, I won't say who it was for, uh, and this was brought up randomly uh, to me on the street. Like when other people know about it, you're like, yeah. shit, this was a shocker, right? 
So oh, I was, wow, yeah. people have brought this up. Yeah. Oh no. So I, I was doing, I was booked in to do this uh, stand-up comedy uh, quiz sort of format uh, for a Christmas party. And I got up, I did some banter, everything was going well, everybody was laughing. It was nice. I started doing the slides, we were having fun with the slides. And then I, I, I did something about, anyone got kids? I went into the kid routine and I started talking about that. And, uh, and I, I, I don't know what it was at one point, but the whole room changed. They oh, just no. weren't happy and there was no laughs and it was awkwardness. And I went, I don't know what happened, right? But I carried on, uh, tried to move on to the next bit, but they were gone, I lost mm, them. Mm. And there was no getting them back. And then uh, the CEO just walks over and goes, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna wrap her up. <laughs> Gonna, it was just going to end it. I was like, okay. And I think what I did was I said something about uh, kids, why would you have them, or something like that. And somebody, I think, lost a kid. And that was it. Even though it was nothing got to do with the joke and what was going oh, on, no. they just all went, oh, God, you know, Susan just lost a kid or whatever. And it just changed the whole mood oh, in the room. No. And there was no coming back from it. Oh, no, no coming back. I know, I know a similar story of another comic that did a gig in the town, told an epilepsy joke and someone the week before their daughter had died of a seizure no. he got ran out of the fucking town <laughs> Man. i was doing a gig and i just and so i grew up and i um grew up jobs witness and so i just started ragging on jobs witnesses because like so many like just i just joke about jerking off to the bible like in the middle of a sermon yeah um in the toilets <laughs> because it was so boring right i'm doing all this and normally it gets like a laugh from like how like they were like punchlines in yeah. there, and I was like, okay, well this gets laughs. None of them were landing at all, and they were laughing beforehand. But then the moment I started talking about Jehovah's Witnesses, it just was completely silent. Turns out the co the comic who organised the gig is also a Jehovah's Witness, and this was the one night that all of his friends oh, came to no. the gig. So I was ragging on them, ragging on them hard, and and then I left, and then they were all like, oh yeah, by the way, bro, all those people there, all Jehovah's Witnesses, and I'm looking at them. What the fuck are they doing here? I thought they don't go to fucking bars. What the fuck are they doing here? Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, it was uh, it was good fun. We were in a car park in Poihia. Uh We were waiting on, or looking for Love Grove who went missing, which he just went for food, but he never told us where he was going. And we thought we'd record it. And we looked like two dodgy <clears throat> people sitting in a car park. Uh, I started recording these chats ages ago and then uh, I meant to release them as a podcast but I got really busy which was lovely and I got lazy when I got home from gigs and just couldn't be arsed talking anymore. So, uh, But now we've gone into a lockdown in New Zealand and I have too much time. I've gone from working every night uh, to having no work at all and it's hard to pull the brakes so uh, it's uh, I can't sit down and just play computer games and watch the chase. I do that during the day normally, but uh, so I have all these little projects, writing projects, and this podcast to uh, to do to keep me busy. You know what I mean? And it's it's interesting talking to comedians about their worst gigs, uh, because there's a whole psychological aspect to it. Uh, how they deal with a bad gig of. You know, if you if 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 you do, you, does it make you want to quit altogether? If you have a bad gig or a bad day at work, so uh, it's curious just to talk to different different acts and find out their mentalities and and how they go about it. Uh, and I shared a couple of mine in this one with Dave, one of my worst ones. 
uh, was back in Ireland when I went back a couple of years ago. I'll probably go into more detail into that uh, in the future if I talk to the other Alan and uh, we have a laugh about it. But in the meantime, I've, I've a couple of good ones in the pipeline and uh, and of a few other uh, podcasts that I have recorded and I'm ready to release pretty soon. Uh, I've and if this turns out to be a lock, uh, a long lockdown, oh Jesus, I'll have loads, man, loads. So that was uh Dave and uh the next one, oh the next one is a doozy. I recorded it in a car park again. I love car parks and not in a dodgy way. Do you know what I mean? It was a beer garden in Northcote. Uh, with one of my favorite comedians and people, Nick Rado or Nicholas Radovanovich. If uh, if you if you go by that name, he is. I have his accolades here. New Zealand comedy legend Nick Rado is a multi award winning writer, MC, and stand up comedian. He's a panelist and head writer uh, on Seven Days, the uh, the big the big show here, the big the big panel show. Uh, and he's one. He's the only comedian to win the New Zealand Comedy Award for Best Comedy MC five times, uh, and he's the winner of the Best Male Comedian at some stage. And he's open for uh, comedians under big comedians under tour here: Russell Howard, Rob Brydon, and Aziz Ansari on their national tours of New Zealand. He also has released his uh, is uh, what do you call a stand up special. And I will get all the links and stuff and put it on whatever people look at on these podcasts. Uh, but I'll get all of them for the next one. So we have a great chat. And so I released that in a week or two or three or four or a year. Depends if I get back working. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. If you did, if you stayed listening to this point of the conversation, you probably didn't. You probably just fucked off. But if you're still listening, uh, thanks a lot. I'm still talking. Uh, so whatever people do with the social media, add it to your favourites. Click the subscribe. Uh, put it in your pocket. Fold it up. Put it in a ham sandwich and eat it. Uh, whatever you do, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, see you later. Good luck. Good boy. Bye.